I never knew that if you're, I don't know if this is across the board, but apparently if you're sick during your annual leave, you can claim that time back. I remember you sent me that message. I was like, what? I was like, what? Do you know the amount of times I've been sick on annual leave, but I've just been like, oh, well, it's life. <laughs> Carry on. But other, and I found out about it again because I was talking to a friend, a colleague friend, and she was like, yeah, I was really sick on my annual leave for two days, so I'm claiming it back or however it is that you do it. And I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a thing. Hi everyone and welcome to the Listen In podcast. My name's Aravana. My name is Anya. And my name's Boomi. Let's get into it. On today's episode, we'll be talking about our rights in the workplace, what we've always known, as well as what we've learned along the way. Hope you enjoy the conversation. So today I thought it'd be really good for us to talk a bit about knowing your rights at work. Um, and I wanted to start by asking you guys a question. Do you know your rights at work? The very short answer to that is not entirely. Um, and I say that because um, in terms of my everyday sort of doing the day-to-day job rights, I feel like I do know that. Um, obviously things in terms of like um, like annual leave, um, at least some some things about annual leave um, in terms of like the sickness policy and all of that kind of stuff. I do have basic knowledge about that kind of stuff, but I feel like there's other, other things um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot more in the conversation, but there are other things that I don't feel like I know a lot about. Um, or yeah, or yeah. I don't know a lot about but also and I know that we might pick this up later but I also feel like it's one thing to um, know your rights but for me it's also about having the confidence <laughs> really to ask. Mm-hmm. And Arabna what about you? Do you feel like you know your rights at work? Do you feel like you know um, what, you, what you can and what you can't do or you know legally your rights? Do you feel like you know that? I think broadly speaking, um, yes, I know my general overall rights in terms, well, I know what I'm expected to do and what I'm not expected to do and things that will get me in trouble, etc. But knowing the, knowing information that's actually beneficial to me as a person Mm -hmm. and developing, I haven't really known very much um, of before. Mm. yeah yeah I think I'm probably the same I feel like I know generally what I can and what I can't do (laughs) but but I'll be honest with you I haven't really looked into a lot of my other rights Mm. like around annual leave and things like that you know I mean I I know that I have looked into that now but as in a while ago I hadn't looked into that and I didn't really know my rights when it came to annual leave I didn't know much around you know the fact that for ages I didn't know that you know you could carry leave forward I didn't know a lot of things because I just didn't I was just there um but obviously over time I've discovered all of these things and I looked into some of these things as well Mm. um and I think that helps but I but just looking around me at work I see some of my other colleagues and I think 
they know their rights some yeah. of them mm. they really know their oh, rights yeah. yeah I feel like I only knew about things through colleagues because they'll do something or something will happen or they'll say something I'm like oh we can do that or that's yeah. the thing or mm. yeah they seem to know already and I, do, I don't know how they knew <laughs> or how they um, yeah. found out about it but yeah I think it it, it feels like um there's some information that people have access to already mm. um in terms of work and rights and stuff like that that I didn't really have access to or know about or mm. even if you do know about it then you're kind of um wondering can I actually mm. can I actually implement this though exactly <laughs> yeah exactly. which is another thing there's one yeah, thing think- known about it the next thing is actually using it exactly mm. definitely agree with you Ravna that it's mm. one thing to know so having that surface awareness and it's another thing thing to move from that to actually feeling like mm. I should mm. be I should have the confidence and the assurance to actually feel okay mm. to place these demands or to actually act upon these rights that I'm supposedly entitled to in the workplace yeah mm. and I feel like it's interesting the words that we're using because there's two things like there's demanding Mm. and there's actually acting upon a right that you have already yeah. and I kind of feel like they're different things um, and there's negotiating as well mm-hmm. that's something that I'm not good at but um, I think that sometimes there's basic things that I thought or felt that would be a demand but it's actually not a demand it's a given it's like mm. what you're right as a worker or as a professional but mm. I just didn't know. So then I felt like I was asking for something that I shouldn't or mm. I shouldn't even ask because, you know, that's that's not what they're there for. Um, yeah. But that's yeah, so- now I think, I think different. <laughs> that's really interesting. And, you know, you said that um, you didn't ask because you didn't feel like that was what they were there for. Can you talk about that a bit more? Like, what did you, what did you think you know, in the last uh, season, I talked about um, doing that work, um, going to a school to speak about um, speech therapy and stuff like that. Mm. Now, obviously, it was my own decision because I had spare leave and I knew I wasn't going anywhere. Mm. <laughs> and other things, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to take half a day and do this. It's the easiest way around it. I think that's a lot of the stuff for me as well. I'm just like, what is the simplest way that's not going to, you know, ruffle feathers or whatever. Mm. So I find a way around it. And then when I was talking to a colleague about it later, she was like, well, I, you know, we do this every year and we get this time for it. And I was like, what? (laughs) Mm. Okay. Like I didn't even know it existed. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm that's a small example and of course it's laced with my own decisions and my own thought processes and stuff like Mm -hmm. that misinformation whatever you want to call it but I think that some people the the first thing they'll do is they'll go to the manager and they'll say like I'm doing this um can I have some time off for it Mm -hmm. whereas that's not my thought process at all mine's just like this is probably not going to be allowed because it's not really work and blah 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 but it is work related and actually mm. it's beneficial for them as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's kind of linked to like value as well and how you value your yourself as a worker and your time and your skills and all that. I think it's mm. all linked yeah. to stuff mm. because you just think, oh, 
it's okay I'll just do this favor I'll just do this whatever but actually like it's more than a favor but mm-hmm. you don't realize that it is that's really good because I didn't even know that you could that you could do something like that until we had a conversation about it at the time mm-hmm. <laughs> another simple example um when I joined um the second trust that I worked for um I noticed that training was part of what is provided now I it's not that in my first job they didn't provide training because Mm. they did they provided internal training most of the Mm -hmm. time um but they didn't provide they didn't um support you with external training Mm. um and I wanted to go on training but it just wasn't something that was offered to me as a newly Mm. qualified therapist that was just their team's policy Mm -hmm. in that sense um but then moving to a new workplace I then discovered that oh I could just ask and apply mm-hmm. and if if the panel feel, see that it's fit for me to go then I can go mm-hmm. and for me that was different and I know every trust is different in terms of the way they deal with things but for me I just thought oh I didn't even know I could ask mm-hmm. I was just there thinking I'll just have to do a lot of this stuff in my own time yeah, I would go to training in the evenings. I would, yeah. I would, you know, do online things just to build my skills up or buy books. Yeah, you know? but I didn't realize that that was part of what was on offer. And even in that workplace, I was being encouraged to go on training. So, like, my manager mm. was saying to me, "Oh, it'd be really good for you to do this training." Mm. And I thought, "Wow!" So I can ask for things, <laughs> mm. which, which sounds ridiculous. But that's mm-hmm. really, that was something yeah. me that was that was new. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just don't ask, and you don't really think, you don't realize that you can ask. So even mm-hmm. silly little well, silly, but little things like um, claiming back expenses mm-hmm. and stuff yes. like that. Yes, there's some people that will claim back every single thing because they know mm. that this is their entitlement, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's so many times I've just been like, oh, this whatever, Get it. <laughs> you know, or um, it's fine. I just assumed that it, I, I didn't, I, there was lots of things. So sometimes I didn't know that I could claim back for certain things. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's another thing. So I never knew, <laughs> there's so many things. I never knew that if you're, I don't know if this is across the board, but apparently if you're sick during your annual leave, you can claim that time back. I remember you sent me that message. I was like, what? I was like, what? Do you know the amount of times I've been sick on annual leave? But I've just been like, oh, well, it's life. <laughs> Carry on. But other, and I found out about it again because I was talking to a friend, a colleague friend. And she was like, yeah, I was really sick on my annual leave for two days. So I'm claiming it back or however it is that you do it. And I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a thing? Mm. So it's all these things. And like, they're, they're, they're small things but they're not at the same time because for example with the annual leave let's mm. say and we know it's a pattern that happens with a lot of people especially if we work in schools and stuff you mm. tend to get sick at certain points because all the kids are sick and all of that stuff or like you're working so hard and then kind of don't allow your body to be sick and then as soon as you have a break you mm. end up being sick but <laughs> if you're if you're always using the annual leave that you're entitled to to be unwell mm. 
then that means that you're not really getting the proper rest and switch off that you're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. So if there is, like I said, I don't know if this is across the board, but if there is um, a sort of um, provision for those sort of situations, of course not taking the mic, but mm-hmm. genuinely you were sick and you can get that time back, then you should get that time back. But nobody told me this. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I don't know how my friend knew this. I don't, but mm-hmm. I've heard this now, but to be honest, would I... I don't know if I would use it, even though I know now, I don't know if I would have the sort of courage to be like, I was sick, give me my annual leave back. Mm. Really? I, I think I'll still be a bit like, well, these things happen sort of thing. Wow. If I'm being a hundred percent honest. Mm. But I think what Aradna said about still not feeling able to, or not able to, but still maybe not wanting to, take advantage of some of those things um that we have access to so you know mm. like being like on annual leave but still maybe thinking oh well it, it is what it is it's, it's gone mm. um I just wanted to kind of I guess explore that a bit more and think about why is that the case um that sometimes we, we feel that although this is available that you know we're just we're not going to make use of it yeah um I don't know I think I think that um like having the confidence to ask for it number one is one thing and then I think also sometimes sometimes even if you are entitled to something you know you may ask for it and they may say no um and then you have to kind of fight for it. And sometimes, to be honest, I can't be bothered to fight. I don't find the the topic or the issue important enough for me to sort of fight about um, in my sort of personal um, circumstance. But at the same time, I know that that's sort of setting up a certain expectation for other people, perhaps. Um, so I think that for me personally, it's just a thing of can I be bothered or not? Do I find this important enough or not? So like, I remember, you, uh, a while back there was a certain training opportunity and um, some of my colleagues felt that I should have been sent on this particular training thing and I wasn't and um, they were like no you should kind of say something I was like I can't be bothered I'm not I'm not right now in the mood to be arguing with somebody about something like this something else that I feel very passionate about I will but I just I think sometimes I will choose what I um put my energy towards sort of mm. which is slightly different to what I was talking about earlier in terms of even though I know I have the right I still might just be like oh well mm. um but I think it's might be it might be just I don't know I think that if I had a good relationship with a particular manager or system or whatever then I would feel more comfortable pursuing mm. these things because it kind of feels like something like annual leave for me, it kind of feels like a small thing. I know it isn't, it kind of feels like a small thing, but something like um, my pay, (laughs) Mm. if I was supposed to be paid a certain amount and I didn't get paid and stuff like that. And I found out I would pursue that um, a lot, but I think maybe other things that feel like they're not as, as much of a, yeah those other things I might not 
pursue as much. Mm. Um, and then I think also like sometimes you just don't want to be a problem. Mm. Mm. If it's something that I know that's like straight away, you know, bang, bang, bang is done. By having to like ask and ask and ask and ask, because I kind of feel like some of these things, it should be like, why isn't it at the front forefront? Why haven't, mm-hmm. wh- why, why aren't we necessarily just told about these things? Mm-hmm. You know, but then, yeah, it's just, I just can't be bothered to be honest. <laughs> I think, I think it, it sounds like from what you were saying as well, it, it definitely sounds like experience plays an impact as well. So if you've had an you know an experience where you know you've tried to go for something and it hasn't worked out you know that can affect things as well Mm. um and I think as well just thinking about what you said about not wanting to be a problem now Mm. when you said that I immediately thought yeah the angry black woman because yeah it's just that's the thing that some people say sometimes you don't want to be that person who's difficult you don't want to be fighting for something all of the time and I think that's probably where you know we need to learn how to ask for things so that it's it's in a professional way that we're asking for these things um and and I guess similar to what you said knowing when to um when to keep going, when to when mm-hmm. to really fight for something, and when to think, okay, well, um, fair enough, this is just a battle. I, I might not win in this situation. Mm. Fine. But knowing, but but the times when you think, actually, no, this is important, knowing mm-hmm. when to really fight for mm. that. And I think that that in itself is quite relative. So yeah, depends definitely. On the person, depends on the work environment, depends on mm-hmm. the job, depends on depends on a lot of things. Yes. Um, but yeah. I think because there's certain things that I don't actually mind being an angry black woman about <laughs> certain yeah. things I don't care um but then other things I'm like I, I I just can't be bothered at this point to be fighting for this thing mm. yeah but that is an issue because I feel like I feel like sometimes for me for certain things it, it feels like a fight whereas for other people it's not a fight it's just like here you go like this is the route so for me, I just feel like there's certain things that I will kind of um, quote unquote fight for mm. and other things I'm just like, it's not really, this, today's not the day <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. um, to kind of put my energies into this. And also I'm the type of person where I will always find a way around it. I will always find a way around you <laughs> if you're in my mm. way. And if there's something important, I will find a way around it. So for me that's part of why some of the training stuff I was just like I don't care if you're not going to give it to me I'll do it another way which obviously it's not necessarily the best for other people but that's just how I Mm. have dealt with things and I've managed things and then I try my best to make it easier for other people and say listen when it's you do this this and that because that's part of the thing there isn't necessarily anyone to tell me in our profession do xyz because mm. nobody's nobody's done this profession before mm-hmm. um in in my um life <laughs> but yeah, I got that. if I did have somebody that's done it before they'll be able to say I'll do this or like ask them like this or mm. you know ensure that you do this like some of the things <clears throat> excuse me 
sometimes there's certain things where I will always ask via email. Mm. That's one of the things, that's one of a, a sort of, uh, I don't know, technique that I use because I don't, it's not always the best for me if I ask somebody in person because later on they'll be like, I didn't say that. <laughs> mm. So sometimes I'll just always ask via email because then like, mm. then we both know what's, what's happened or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think for me, I've just found ways to manage and circumvent stuff. But I think Mm -hmm. for the next generation, they don't need to do that. It just needs to be, there needs to be, um, I think I would encourage them to to know, to find out what their rights are and to not be worried about asking for things. Of course, Mm -hmm. I always have to caveat this obviously don't be don't take the mick don't go overboard like you know just be honest Mm -hmm. and I think that sometimes you do have to just ask and not worry about how you're going to be perceived Mm. just ask because you're not doing anything wrong by asking a question and I think there's there's a couple of points I want to pick up on so I think there's something around obviously I think it's good that you found a way of navigating around sometimes hearing that no when you try to ask for things but I do think we have to be careful with that in terms of you know being too not accommodating that's not the right word but kind of doing things um navigating things ourselves too much to the extent that it it's not helpful to us Mm -hmm. um so we're saying okay we'll just do this or we'll pay for this ourselves or we'll do this ourselves but then you know, ultimately our rights. (laughs) So our rights could be that, you know, we're entitled to this amount of funding for whatever, Um, but because we've accommodated so much, Mm. it's like, it's not really helping us, (laughs) but it's helping them Mm because they're still going to benefit from it, but it's Mm. not actually helping us. I think we'll have to be a bit careful around that. And then I think my second point was just going to be around the fact that, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it is very important to start um, being able to kind of speak out about what are, um, what our kind of, um, what our worth is almost. So Mm -hmm. just thinking about like, when it comes to progression and thinking about um, opportunities at work, or for example, if we've got a, a, you know, if we've got more responsibility at work or we're being stretched in a certain way, you know, how comfortable do we feel in terms of saying, actually now I've taken on this, is my pay going to increase to reflect that? Mm -hmm. I personally, I I don't feel comfortable with that. (laughs) I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie. For me, that's quite difficult for me to do that. Can, can either of you guys relate to that? I think there are times that I've, um, I've not, well, not necessarily like in terms of like I've taken on a role that I feel like I should get an additional payment for, um, but more like, I think recently I was speaking to someone at work and just talking about how, well, we're working from home now. Um, so all this travel claims and all of that that we used to get, like mm-hmm. my mobile phone bill has gone up because I'm making lots more calls at home, but that's not being reflected in 
my um, claims, if that makes sense. Mm. And it's that sort of thing that I spoke to her because I have a little bit of that kind of relationship with her where I can just say, is that something you can bring forward when you go to the meeting? She's one mm. of our reps, but actually going to someone directly myself with that sort of thing, mm. I don't know if I'd have the confidence to, because then I don't, I don't know if I want people to perceive me like, oh, she's just conscious of money. She's not, and you should be because you're offering a service mm-hmm. <laughs> in there, but it's just, I don't know. It's just the way I think about these things. And I think what I've picked up from what you've both said so far is the fact that we all have those areas where we're quite very confidently would go and ask for what we think we should be entitled to. And in some other areas, for whatever reason, we find those more challenging. So I think Arabna was saying that in terms of pay, that's a battle you would follow through. Mm-hmm. Whereas for, for me and for what you're saying, Nanya, it sounds like in some ways you're like, mm, that's not the kind of battle I'll pick. Maybe I might pick mm-hmm. another kind of battle. So it's just really interesting that we all have different areas where we where we battle and we choose not to battle. Mm. For some things, you just need to know who you can talk to, you know, and know that you can um, access these people. I, I think that knowing your rights and knowing what's available to you is the most important thing because otherwise you don't really, you won't find out these things and you won't be able to implement them in your in your daily life, whether you're worried about being perceived in a certain way or not. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a, a next step, a next angle for me. Yeah. yeah. And I, and just following on from that, I think it's also, it's also good to be willing to do things sometimes, you know. I think it's good to be yeah. part of, part of a team player to an extent and Mm. sometimes going out of your way and doing things that might not exactly be what you need to do but I think that's okay to do that sometimes I think what we're what we're mainly talking about um today is just around um you know when it's when it's more the other way (laughs) when Mm. we're more kind of doing things um you know that are outside of our rights Mm. I think sometimes it also makes it easier for you to approach people when you kind of know how receptive they are to your proposal. So it doesn't always have to be people saying yes, because you've put, put in the request and you wouldn't always get a yes. Was at least knowing how they would respond to it can also help you boost your confidence to actually broach that conversation to start off with. I think I was saying to both of you about how um, recently I had, um, so I, d- I developed tendonitis um, obviously from working from home, sitting in front of a computer and all of that too much. And I'd done like a little bit of stuff, like just you know, like thinking about my sitting arrangement. Um, obviously my husband's helped out a bit as well. But I went to work one day and I had like a, I had a bandage because it was really, really painful. And it's only because I went to work and some of my physio colleagues saw it and were like, oh, what's happened? And they looked at it. That's the only way that I, and they were like, oh, you should speak to someone about this and see what can be put in place to support you. Otherwise, I think I would have probably like gone, and it's not through the fault of my organization. I know that that support is there. But like you said, is is one thing to know, is having that confidence to ask like, oh, in a time like this, should I be making demands? Is it the right time? Um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about funding. There are other people. What if everybody starts to like, have the same pain and it's Mm. just it's really really complex but those Mm. are some of the things that I think about and if people hadn't encouraged me I don't think I would have followed through even even though I know that my manager for example would have gladly said yes let's look into that let's see in fact when I did tell her she proposed a a better way 
to go about it, if that makes sense. So mm. I think knowing how you'll be received also helps to actually go go and have that conversation. So it's definitely mm. something for um, the organisations as well to think about. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I keep remembering what Michelle said when we talked to her, as she was like, I mm. am the value. Exactly. Like, knowing Either on value. a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> knowing your value and and valuing your time and your and your um skills and stuff like that because mm. I think that will help you to find out your rights know your mm -hmm. rights and act on your rights mm. um mm -hmm. if you know you know fully what your value is yeah um, yes yeah yeah and I again I want to follow on from that and just because you've spoken a lot about knowing your rights and you've just touched on as well, Ravna, about knowing your worth. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that's really key because um, I think even back to when I started doing private work, for example, I don't do private work anymore, but I had a brief time where I was doing private work mm. and um, just things like knowing how much to charge for myself. For me, that was something that I struggled with at the time. Mm. And I know some people don't struggle with this, but personally, this is just something I was unsure about, you know, how much should I charge for this, you know? Mm. And um, just not feeling confident to charge as mm. much as what was already out there, or mm. like, actually, if someone wants, wants you for something, yeah. not feeling the confidence to kind of have that yeah. conversation and say, actually, yes, yes I'll do it, but this is what I'm going to charge, yeah. you know, and that's not the private work stuff. This is just like other stuff along the side yes. that crops up. Mm. That is something that I find very difficult. Mm. And um, I just want to get your thoughts on that as well. There's two things that I wanted to say. So the first one is that even if you are doing favours for people, sometimes it gets to a point where you have to think about okay I'm doing this favor but what also is there something that I should be getting out of this as well not necessarily mm. money but mm. it might be like okay you know that whole thing that they used to say you scratch my back I scratch yours type of thing mm -hmm. and it's not where you're holding people hostage and not doing anything for them unless they no. do you a favor as well but mm. little things like um I was um sort of talking to somebody about um you know, when you help people out for a project or something like that, that's fine. But if you need something as well, like let's say you need, um, so for example, when we were at, at uni and you did maybe some extra placements or whatever, mm. you could do an extra placement and that's good, but it's also good to negotiate that they will maybe write you a a reference for the mm -hmm. placement they might give you a little certificate to prove what you did mm -hmm. or you know stuff like that where it's not money but it's something that that is of value to show mm -hmm. to show something for what you did because mm -hmm. you didn't you didn't have to come and help them with this particular mm -hmm. thing um and I'm not saying do this all the time but sometimes it's something to think of if you're always doing these favors over and over again for people especially the same people sometimes it's time to sort of think about that for you as well and then I think the other thing is, obviously, we all work in the public sector. So a lot of times when I think when you've worked in the public se sector, um, it's a lot harder to get out of that way of thinking of 
this is a quote unquote free service to people. So then when mm. you're doing something that's a, a more private, it can feel a bit more difficult to charge for a service mm. that you would usually do for free, albeit I know via taxes, et cetera, et cetera. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that sort of um, is part of it as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think there is something about, you know, really getting to value the skills that you have and value um, the work that you've put in to get to where you are now. I think it's easy to just forget, especially when you're caught up in NHS system and just working, um, working just with different people, just to kind of almost, um, kind of almost overlook your own skills. Um, and I think it's just something about really um, appreciating what you bring to the table, really recognizing, okay, I don't know everything and that's fine. No one knows mm-hmm. everything, but I, but knowing that it's something that you can also work at, something that you can continue to develop. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think it's just, yeah, having the confidence and then being able to actually speak up and say, actually, this is what, this is what is on offer. And I think that this ties in as well to when it comes to interviews and, you know, you're interviewing for a job and, you know, it comes to that point where you might want to negotiate your pay um, based on the skills that you have. And I know for for a lot of people that can be quite challenging um, at times because it's like, well, like I would like more. (laughs) <laughs> but I don't know how to ask for more or I don't know if I feel worthy enough to ask for more so I think I think a lot of that is tied into confidence as well and I think if we did feel confident you know would we be valued a bit more um in terms of our skills I don't know um I think the other side that we haven't talked about as much is the sort of top that top down and people in in positions of power sort of supporting you as well um because obviously other people are doing these things and and um sort of getting ahead so they're saying what they want they're negotiating they're doing all of these things so making sure that when when somebody else um does the same thing or asks for the same opportunity that the the people in positions of power being fair and making sure that they, they, if they are able to um, kind of give that same opportunity to give that same opportunity, if they're not clearly saying why they can't and making sure that it's for good reasons, not just you're not my friend at work type of thing. Mm. Um, Because there's there's the part with you where you have to have the confidence and you have to learn to ask for things and value yourself and all of those things but mm. you can have all of those things and still not be able to um get whatever it is that you need despite knowing your rights mm. because or, or knowing what you should be entitled to mm. um because people who are in higher positions are maybe maybe in the way um, mm. so yeah i think it's it's both ways mm-hmm. yeah definitely and I just wanted to kind of find out as well, you know, is this is this something that is common amongst our culture? Um, 
like as, as people from a BAME background, for example, I guess we can only really speak from the black perspective because we are black, mm. but just thinking is, is this something that is quite common? Because I mean, I think for me going into the career, um, I didn't feel like I really heard um, from friends, from family, you know, um, yeah, ask for this or ask for that, you know. Mm. I think, to be fair, I did a little bit from my parents, but but not not a lot, I, I'd say. Um, mm. I think a lot of it was, yeah, you know, just work hard, just do this, just do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and I don't know if that kind of stems from a bit of maybe, you know, like, a lot of a lot of people who are black you know a few years ago um or like you know gen a few in the other generations whether they felt a bit like you know because I'm a minority in this place I just need to work hard in order to um, maintain this job and mm -hmm. um, I've got bills I've got a family to feed I just need to work hard and keep this Mm -hmm. um, whether it's come from that kind of mindset where we don't ask for things we just need to kind of do enough to keep this job and of course yes progression is there and we progress but it's just it's like kind of like what, what we said in the article it's almost like you're holding on to the job by a piece of thread mm -hmm. knowing that you can lose it at any time so you don't want to push the boundaries too much mm -hmm. out of fear of losing it and I wonder if that subconsciously might have been passed down from generations. I mean, my parents are a lot more like encouraging now, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but I'm just wondering if sometimes that that mindset um, might have been what's come through. Mm -hmm. I think there's definitely some truth in that, like just thinking about my experience as well. And it's not that like in my family that we're never encouraged to ask, but I think, I don't know, again, going back, there might be a bit of cultural impact in, um, from that as well, in terms of um, just getting on with things. We just, we just get really good at, let's just keep going. Let's just keep mm. going. But actually you're not seeing um, the impact it's having on you, but also like looking back, then it's also going to have an impact on other people. So mm. I think there's definitely truth in what you're saying that um, based, like based on things I've seen anyway, that people around me sometimes it's really difficult. Obviously, I'm not saying it's a general black black people thing. Mm. But some people are definitely good at asking for their rights. They know, and like I said, it might be through experience, through mm. things that obviously like they're upbringing and stuff like that. But I think generally, like you said, it's that kind of, and I think also, I think we kind of touched about this just in our general chit chat in terms of like just, just feeling like I'm grateful to have been given this opportunity. Mm. I don't want to be a problem. I don't want eyes on me. Mm. I don't want any attention, that sort of thing. So just like, well, I've been provided with the minimum that I need to do my job. I'm not going to have a problem. No, like I'm not going to be a bother if you don't bother me, that sort of thing, mm. I think. Rabna, did you want to add anything to that? Um, I do think that it's also got to do with the environment. So friends that I know that worked more in finance or those sort of industries are a bit more forthcoming about that sort of thing. They're a bit more able to ask for what they need and negotiate, things like that. It's kind of a given mm, um, and it's expectation. I find that they, they, 
I don't know if it's because of the type of jobs that they do, but they will negotiate things and they, they do kind of think that it's something that you should be able to do. Um, but I think with our sort of profession, especially when you're such a minority, um, it's not as, as, you know, it's not as clear cut. Um, Cause I think that if there isn't that environment and you already come in with maybe your own thoughts of, I'm grateful to be here. I just need to keep my head down and work. Mm. You're not going to rock the boat by asking for extra things. You're just gonna try and get through like you've been saying. Mm. Um, you're just gonna try and just make it through, but then actually longer term, it can be detrimental to you if you don't. And, and also it's unfair. If everybody's getting something and you're not getting that, mm. um, it's not fair and you should be able to ask why that is happening um, and you know speak up about it and um, get those opportunities for yourself as well mm. um, but yeah I think it's quite um, quite a complex thing and I think not not having anybody in that um, environment before as well mm. makes it difficult because mm -hmm. like I said I, I've now worked as a speech therapist I've worked in the NHS and stuff, I can advise somebody else coming up, mm. you know, but there wasn't any, like, even though my mum did work for the NHS as well, but she worked in a completely different field. Mm. <laughs> so it wasn't the same. There's similarities, but not the same. So I feel like that's where, you know, it's, I think different workplaces have different sort of support services. I've never really accessed them, but they do have these sort of um, union type um, mm. group so not necessarily a union but it may be like a well-being group or a mm -hmm. you know a group that helps you to understand pay or something like that mm -hmm. so I think that now I would encourage people to get to know that sort of stuff a bit more like take mm -hmm. those things like you know the policies the work policies when you start a new job and they're like read our policies or whatever take it a little bit more seriously because you do need to understand these things for yourself so that you can, mm -hmm. you know, exercise your rights when, when you need to. Um, but at the same time, I think that people need to be given an opportunity to know what their rights are. I think certainly when people start their jobs that it should be highlighted that these are your kind of rights and look through it. If you don't understand, like here's people to talk to you about it mm. just so they know um, because mm. things like, you know, like little things like annual leave and things like that. It is actually quite important to know that mm -hmm. you have this um, facility if you need it. Um, yeah, so. Mm. Yeah, and I think that leads us on very nicely to our final point, <laughs> which is about kind of the practical steps that we can take to know our rights more at work or to even um, know our worth more and, and act on that more. Um, and I think I really liked what you said, Ravna, around kind of making use of the, the services that are available already, mm -hmm. um, but also seeking them out because I think often we don't even know they are there. So really seeking it out. And something that I've learned along the way really is the staff intranet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's so much there. And like you said, Ravna, the policies, like I read policies on annual leave, I've read policies on 
on so many things and found it so helpful because it's clear it's all there yes. and a lot of these organizations they have a legal right to to provide us with these things so it's mm -hmm. there it's just about seeking it out and actually thinking back as well I remember um being on induction and being given like an, an, a staff induction pack and mm -hmm. it talking about a lot of these things in the induction pack and I just I looked at it I thought this is great yeah that was it well my contract yeah that looks great <laughs> and that's it but not really spend spending the time to go back over it to look through it again to really familiarize myself with with what is there and what is available um but I'd say I'm definitely using the internet a lot more and can see the benefit of it um yes. so that's something I would definitely advise as well um along with um yeah like seeking out union support um as well because unions can be really helpful yes. um in terms of kind of signposting you to different organizations mm -hmm. i've used the union in the past and i found it really helpful in terms of helping me to navigate through certain issues so i think um finding a good union um is also really beneficial and then i think just in terms of um the final point for me around kind of knowing your worth. I think it's just mm. about kind of taking your time. I've touched on this earlier, but just really taking your time to um, appreciate the skills that you have. So recognizing the skills that you have, mm. recognizing, you know, the work that you're doing, you know, is, is the stuff that you're doing always above and beyond, always, do you know what I mean? Always more than what your current role is. Mm -hmm. You know, like we said, it's okay to do that sometimes, but if if that's a standard for you, it's mm. about thinking about how can I maybe raise this? Um, mm -hmm. You know, I know we'll speak about this another time, but are there any boundaries we need to put in place? Um, or is there a way that I can verbalize this to um, my manager and, mm. and see if there's anything else that can be offered? to recognize yeah. the skills that I'm bringing to the table so mm -hmm. yeah that's definitely yeah just follow on from that in terms of like knowing your worth that actually I think like I said before that we we're usually so grateful to be given that opportunity that we don't realize that there is something in us that made that opportunity possible mm. it's, it's not a case of and I think that yes we all talk about tokenism and stuff but um you're valuable you're definitely valuable. It's not, um, don't let anybody uh, make you feel that you only got that seat because of promoting diversity within the organization. That seat is at that table and sit sit on it with confidence. That's something that I'm learning a lot more. That. And I think, like I said before, in terms of also organizations um, and managers making you like, at least being receptive mm -hmm. to, if, if nothing else, at least hear you out, not dismissing your your request before you even had a chance to fully explain what you mean or what you need but mm -hmm. actually making you feel valued as a member of the team listening to you so even if for whatever reason funding and otherwise we know that probably those opportunities or that thing that you're asking for may not be possible at that moment in time but at least hearing you out and that's to be honest enough that when the time does come <laughs> that you are called upon and giving that opportunity if that makes sense. So if for whatever reason it's that, oh, at the moment we can't afford to send you off on this training, for example, that actually when there is funding available, please mm -hmm. remember me rather mm -hmm. than giving it to someone else, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely goes a long way. Mm -hmm.
Um, yeah, I don't really have that much to add. I feel like you guys have um, sort of covered everything. I would only sort of underline that whole importance of actually finding out as much as possible and um, allocating time to actually, and it doesn't have to be when you just get the job, but actually finding out what your rights and entitlements are and not being afraid to, you know, and act on them when you need to. On today's episode, we've been talking about um, knowing your rights, what's available to you at work, um, as well as knowing your worth really in terms of what you bring to the table, having the confidence to, um, to actually make requests in the workplace or to have the confidence to tell someone what you need um, to help you to continue in your role. Um, and as always, we've um, left some tips of what both you can do as a person as what organisations can do to support people um, within their role. Um, so we hope you enjoy the conversation. Please engage with us on our social media platforms. Let us know your thoughts. Until next time.